0: Hi, shippers. Welcome back to Gilmore Mania here at We Ship It.
1: That's right. Today we are chatting about Richard and Emily Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls. And we have some special guests. Do we ship it? Listen to find out.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Steph.
1: And I'm Devin, and welcome and- to the We Ship It podcast.
0: Oh, shoot, I Steph- almost took your lines, Devin!
1: Yeah, you write a script for a reason, right?
0: <laughs> That's that famous Devin sass that we do. Yay!
1: So like. Where Steph <laughs> and I and our occasional guests chat about our favorite and not-so-favorite ships of all time. Now it's your time to speak.
0: Thank you, Devin. <laughs> and today we are continuing with our Gilmore Girls series. We've had quite a few hiatuses. Actually, I think we've had a different episode between every single Gilmore episode we've had so far. I don't know but
1: everyone, but they've been displaced. they've been pretty
0: sporadic. But we just have to keep coming back for more because this series is so full of great characters, romances, and relationships.
1: Oh, show! Um, I'm mostly about, excited about today because we have some very special guests and a special guest couple on with us steph who is this special duo
0: it's my parents <laughs> <laughs> hi mom and dad <laughs> hi Grace. hello merman duties as i like yes. to call them affectionately merman
1: duties <laughs> it was so
0: happy that i'm telling everyone but my parents, Peter and Yvette, are high school sweethearts. And my mom just finished watching all the way through Gilmore Girls recently. So I knew I had to have them both on for their judgy thoughts. And oh. now I owe my mom watching a whole series of 90210. <laughs> <laughs> so I've kind of owed her that for a while now, but she watched Gilmore Girls for me. So now you have it on. Oh, camera. I watched
1: Gilmore Girls for you. What do I get out of it?
0: nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Yeah. you're not my mom but <laughs> yes mom. i'm just excited uh, to have you guys on today
1: same thank you i'm excited to be here Woo. so with that i'm going to get started with the summary um spoiler alert but not really a spoiler alert because we've been talking about gilmer girls for a while so catch up um, we Woo! first meet Emily, Emily,
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah>. catch up, <laughs>
1: catch up. I'm not talking about the sauce. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we first meet Emily and Richard Gilmore as the stuffy, um, rich parents of Lorelai Gilmore. When we first meet them, they've been estranged since Lorelai has run away when she got pregnant with Rory as a teenager. We later learned that the two got together in college were married, and had Lorelai as their only daughter. They had a tough relationship as she grew up, and then Lorelai runs away to make her own life as a maid at a local hotel. As the series goes on, we see many fights, makeup moments, and lots of growth and development between Lorelai and her parents. Her and Rory start attending Friday dinners because Richard and Emily are paying for Rory's school, and things go on from there. Eventually, this power couple fall into some difficult times in their relationship, which we will talk about. And Richard has to move into the pool house where he belongs, <laughs> um, where he the, belongs. <laughs> the two live life as separated <laughs> for a while until Richard sees Emily dating another guy and the two realize that they miss each other instead. From there, they are pretty much inseparable, but they do have their funny little spats. Finally, in a year in life, bless those writer souls uh, <laughs> <laughs> we see emily after richard's death and she is uh, trying to pick up the pieces and live life without him. Well, uh, we'll talk more about that later in the episode as well
0: i honestly think emily and richard or emily and the ghost of richard are the best part of a year in the life they're the only good part of it so ouch, <laughs> ouch he says <laughs> getting right out there with my judgy thoughts but Yes, we're very sad about Richard. Yeah. All right. Did you have thoughts, Devin? You seem like... No,
1: Well, I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about our thoughts later. Yeah, yeah,
0: we're going to. Okay. So, without further ado, let's chat. Okay, so our first question here is, the Gilmore family goes through their few little spats. Do you relate more to Emily and Richard or Lorelai in those moments?
2: Well, I can start here. Yes, Murm. Yes. All right. For me, this is situational. Oh I yeah. I really think that both sides are at fault. Um, yep. There are clearly times when, when lies just being a jerk. You know. Oh she, yeah. She mocks them, and she's you know mocking their way of life, and you know I think she's very judgy about them. Mm-hmm. So I think you know sometimes it's her, and then of course. Um, On the other side, you know, Emily and Richard can be very harsh. Oh, yes. Judgmental. And so I think for me, it's like really situational. Um, You know, they don't really get why she walked away from life and fortune and status to live in a small house in a small community. As an outsider looking in, Mm -hmm. I kind of just see the problems on both sides for me. Yeah. I see both ends of the stick. All right, go ahead.
3: Z. No, this one, this one, <laughs> this one's easy for me. I mean, to me, it is. It's all about relating to what you're more familiar with. I'm as parents, I'm. I find when I, was I, gonna when to I would ask watch it, it. About yeah. the
1: Parent perspective. Yeah. <laughs> when,
3: when when I would watch it, I would always be like, and and just a uh, uh, you know disclaimer here is, I really. I watched this because my daughter would be watching it and I'd walk by and it would just captivate me and pull me right in. Their their dialogue is so cool. So it pulled me right in from that. So I immediately identified with the parents and Lorelai, not so much. I mean, she Uh was like that, that (laughs) child who I didn't want to have. So for me, for me, it was all about Richard and Emily. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we do. So me, it's Richard and Emily. I identify Uh with them and... Not so much with Lorelai.
0: You know, I'm not a parent, but I also kind of relate to Richard and Emily. (laughs)
1: You're old. (laughs) She's an old soul. The fact of
0: the matter is this. There are definitely times, like mom said, where Lorelai is clearly in the right. And like when Richard and Emily like take in Rory that one evening or whatever, you know, Rory like runs away and stays with them for a little while Mm -hmm. or she's like stuck there or whatever. Um Emily like lays it on thick a little bit. She sometimes she likes to rub it in that they have a good relationship. So that kind of bothers me. But apart from that, I think in the majority of the scenarios, I have a hard time relating to Lorelai's reasoning because I think she's so sensitive. She holds on to like her very like young perspective on what her parents are doing to her. And sometimes she just assumes like, Oh, they're doing this because they want to like frustrate me or they hate me or whatever. But really Emily and Richard just want to have the picture perfect family. And sometimes Lorelai just doesn't fit into that. And it's their fault for not recognizing that. But at the same time, Right. More like gets very sensitive. They're like a thorn in her side. It's very like, oh, they're doing like one thing wrong. Well, it must be because of X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, no, no. Take a step back. <laughs> I think she's very quick to judge. Um, but they are really hard to deal with. So I I'm back and forth, but I tend to relate more to Emily and Richard.
1: Yeah. I feel like they're always chaotic towards each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's never <laughs> a nice balance. Um no, I agree. I think it's I agree with Merman that it is situational. Murm. I think there are times where I'm like, Lorelai's just in taking on the role of um a new parent and trying to learn the ropes and also dealing with relationship. Like she's she's too spread out. She has too many things going on that she can't always see the better picture. And but I also Think that she does have a better view on life than her parents, and we'll kind of get to that little Ooh,
0: bit um, spicy soon
1: as well. You don't think so?
0: She has a better view on do, life, do, you're saying
1: I, yes, yes,
0: like a better outlook.
1: Mm, in the pr- perspective of but what what life means, like what what a good life is. But she I think she has a better she
3: view. comes at it as but she comes at it as a perennially offended. Mm, that's fair. So, <laughs> as opposed to, so,
1: so, that's fair.
0: Zoo, d- zoo. I just called
1: zoo. zoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a new one, and you heard zoo. it here first, folks. But um, yeah, no, I think that I, I think I understand where you're going with that, Devin. But at the same time, I think she is she's very easily offended, which I think is a little childish.
1: Yeah, I agree but, with that.
0: Okay, moving on. In what ways do Emily and Richard meddle in Lorelai and Rory's relationships? Mm-hmm. Should they?
2: <laughs> I'll jump in again. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she cannot she cannot be contained.
2: <laughs> no, So I, Emily and Lorelai have a complex relationship. Yeah, I think it. I, I really think it affects Rory the most. Uh-huh. And I have a little of personal experience with this um Rory just sort of wants to keep the peace and wants them to all get along she hates being in the middle of their arguments yeah yeah. (laughs) She just loves them all Richard handles it as well as he can I think um he he tries position he's Emily's husband he knows he better support his wife but he does a good job of kind of staying neutral most of the time Mm, I definitely think um Both Emily and Lorelai, again, are at fault. They can't see things from the other's perspective, and they Mm. continually hurt one another. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's my two cents.
3: Yeah, they definitely meddle uh, a lot. Yeah. And, and so, I, the, the, you know, in, in thinking about this and, 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 and just trying to recall some things, I remember there was one show where they were bickering, as usual, the two of them, Richard and Emily, they were complaining right. about. I think it had to do with some sort of gift or something with Rory. But, but he says, uh, I mean, she, she goes on her standard thing. She's like, it's quintessential Emily. And she, she basically says, you're the favorite and you're loving every single minute. Yes, of it. yes. And then and then he he says, like, this is not a popularity contest. And she says, it's not it a totally contest is. because you already won. I know. I love <laughs> that one. It's like, it's like great because it's this this common, this constant thing. They're always meddling. And mm. and and unfortunately, I think Emily more so is always meddling because she wants things her way. She is so much about um, she's so hypersensitive. And 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 she's always thinking about things that she always wants her daughter, her daughter to conform to her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She knows. Yep. I feel Seven. like this makes up a huge component of the family dynamic in general. Yep. <laughs> um, there's always some kind of issue that tears uh these two, Emily and Lorelai apart. And or an issue that forces them back together. Um, And yet, even when they are at each other's throats, they know that deep down there's love in all of their actions. Um, Do they hurt? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do they both give each other reasons to have their claws out? Yes, very much so. Um, But there is always that thread of love that draws them back together. And Richard is just hilarious in how he handles these Mm -hmm. moments. (laughs) I love it. He's always the, good cop in a sense in the situation or is just like oblivious to the matter and yep. what's no part in it um does this make him a good husband or father not necessarily but he removes <laughs> himself from the situation to allow the ladies mm-hmm. to do what they need to do I um, agree, and yeah. he aids in like the cleanup process he's like the, the janitor that comes he in and like, okay i'm just gonna <laughs> sweep this and do that and all right we're good we're a happy family again <laughs>
3: But even with Richard, even though he he appears that he's not listening, there, there's again there's another episode where where she's like he's reading a newspaper as he always does when there's conflict, right? <laughs> yes. And, and I know she, the scene and, you're talking about. She's she basically going through things, knowing he's not listening, and she says something about uh something about the, her, her uh, tennis instructor's coming over, something like that, some, yeah. something that basically would be she's having an affair, and he <laughs> just ignores he completely ignores it, and then in a few <laughs> seconds later he just he responds exactly to that thing. He's 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 just he's listening, but he's not necessarily doesn't want to be involved. Right. Yeah.
0: I think, too, like, it's not just they're obsessive about who is in Lori. Lori. Oh, my God. Rory and Lorelai's lives. Like, it's not just their own relationship that they impact, but also the relationships that Lori. I keep saying Lori. I'm just going to (laughs) say Lori to refer to both of them. That Lori and Lorelai. (laughs) Lori. Uh, have because if you remember, Richard has this whole thing with Dean for a while where he's upset with him. And then Emily has a whole thing where she tries to set Rory up with all of these rich guys when she knows Rory is dating Dean. And Emily is obsessed with like Chris and Lorelai getting together all the time. So I think that like relationships are just a hard thing in this family. And Emily, you're right. I think do said this, but you're right because Emily is just she wants Lorelai to conform to what she wants. She only wants yeah, her to associate it's my way with or the, the highway. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that she wants her to associate with. She goes in and she some of the times I do agree with Lorelai are when Emily goes in and tries to fix a loan for her or when she goes into the school and tries to like talk to the Chilton headmaster <laughs> for her. And Lorelai's <laughs> like, I can handle this on my own that I could understand. I'm
1: an adult. Um, yeah. Let me adult. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So I think but as a mom, that's tough.
1: Yes, I understand. I don't care
0: how old I understand.
1: As a dad, it's not very tough. (laughs) (laughs) You are Richard. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I kind of want to see like what the conversation was between Emily and Richard before she decided to go out and do these things. Like if he was sort of just like Emily, you shouldn't do this, and then she goes and she does it (laughs) anyway. Like I could fully see that being the perspective there. (laughs)
1: That's funny. Yep. Um, I also hate they're meddling nature and they both do it. It's not just one person. Yeah. They both have some type of involvement in Lorelai's life and it's a pain to watch. Um, but one of the moments that really like irks me is when Emily shows up at a- Chris's apartment that one time. Oh, I
0: know. <laughs>
1: like I had some choice words for Emily when she shows up and is like, you, you have limited time. Go get her. <laughs> and I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> uh, but. Um, She's very
2: bold. Yeah.
1: Yes, and Richard also does this with um, Luke when he wants him to franchise his diner.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, I feel like he only sees the business side of everything, and he mm. doesn't always um, see the humanity in people, um, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But I feel like they, at, at times, have the right to an opinion but that doesn't mean that they should always cross the line and involve themselves in re or laurelized relationships for that matter yes very good okay what do we love about emily and richard and what do we hate
0: so I I don't really like how sometimes they scheme against Lorelai. We've talked about this already. I think they get a little bit too into that kind of stuff and they get a little bit controlling. But I do love um, how they're kind of like two peas in a pod. Sometimes they're finishing each other's sentences. Sometimes you can just see like even when they're scheming and it pisses me off. It also kind of like makes me <laughs> giddy because it's like they just you can tell they're in on it together. And mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, with the party planning, with everything they do, they're very in step with each other. And that I really like about okay. them because there aren't a lot of couples in Gilmore Girls that communicate as well as Emily and Richard.
1: That's very true.
0: Yeah.
2: So I didn't
1: think about that. That's very true.
0: That's what I got.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I love them as a couple. I think, like you said, they're in sync. Um, They love their high society life and, um, you know, her doing her thing with the charities and him doing his business thing. I mean, they're just Mm -hmm. right in line with each other. Of course, the thing that I hate about them, I can give you the moment. Uh Which is when they stab Lorelai in the back. Oh, they were supposed to provide a united front to keep uh, yes, and they oh, was I burning up because I'm not a Lorelai fan, but I felt for her on this one. I mean, how dare they Come back later. Merms got feelings. Yeah. In, and
1: <laughs> we oh, sat man. down. We talked about this. <laughs> yep.
2: Yes. Yes. And, and that really bothered me. Yeah, yeah. So, that's
1: very true. That yeah. was
2: one of my most hated moments of them because I love them. I love their energy.
0: I love their yeah. lines. That really hurt. <laughs> Especially because that was such a pivotal moment in Rory's downfall, if I'm honest. Yes. Like when she made I that mean, choice, she yes. starts. Devin hated her from the beginning.
3: <laughs> yeah, me too, Dev. I'm with you. That's
0: the moment that I think she went from a classic great character to a character that's going to struggle some. And then we see eventually in a year in the life, she didn't arc back. It and just I get kept there's going. a reason to <laughs> yeah. make your yeah.
1: protagonist <laughs> struggle, but. I felt like they did too much or it was so departing of the character Mm -hmm. that I was not a fan.
3: So, so what I love about them is the kind of yin yin and yang kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They, they have so many like qualities. They, they are great together. They have a great relationship, but if you look at Richard versus Emily, you have Richard the stalwart and she's like frenetic. He's somewhat emotionless and she's all about Mm -hmm. emotive. He's aloof and she's always listening. And it's just this, um, you know, he, but the, the, differences go further. Like he embodies richness. She almost like, she seems like she's playing the role of a rich person. Yeah. Like it's, there's so much about That's them that true. again, their relationship. I do. I do think they love each other so much, but they also have these, these
1: opposites in their, in their, mm-hmm. in their personas. They
0: have roles that they play.
1: Yes. Almost, together. Yeah. I just love their natural connection. Yes. Um, I think that they are like a clock that just keeps on ticking. They know how to support each other and they know when to let each other like do their thing and just shine on their own. Um, Their loyalty has no bounds. um, And they both end up being each other's rocks at the end of the day. Each other's rocks. (laughs) Each other's (laughs) rocks. Yes. Thank you, Steph. Um, That being said, I feel like they are at times too, too much like business partners at times
0: agreed Boo. Can't, Boo. Be
1: too much. can't have too much of that <laughs> I, I just feel like they're, they're they're all about calculations and like trying to up play each other and uh, not necessarily each that. other but like whoever they are trying to work with in a sense life um, is a game of chess i guess you're uh, right but with
0: them definitely That's what it but feels i like.
1: also feel like they are too high on a pedestal and they need that sense of being knocked down at times um And we'll talk about that a little bit more later.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So next, what qualities do they love in one another?
1: Mm, Yes. Uh,
0: This one
2: was hard for me. I, I mean, I think again they love that
0: their high society kind of life. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think (laughs) that they share they do share that love of the life that they lead together. And that's why when everything starts falling apart for them, that their relationship crumbles too. Um, (laughs) But I think when it comes to Richard, he loves and hates how certain Emily is in everything that she does. Like there are moments where he's just like sitting there in awe of like all the stuff that she's just getting done and like doing and saying and, And sometimes he's so pissed at her for it. So it's like really funny to watch. And I think Emily really loves Richard's intelligence and humor. And you can almost see that she like relaxes sometimes when he like she'll be in one of her like tizzies and he just like says <laughs> something off putting and mm-hmm. she's like, ha ha. And she calms down. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's great. <laughs> Dude,
3: Do- did you? Answer? No, I mean, I, I you know, I, I think that they definitely like when you think about the, the type of people they are. Yeah, they're, they're the rich. They're the rich people. But I think they love they love the uh, the the parties that, they, that are thrown. They love like they would love to waltz together, for instance. Yeah, so yeah. I, the, the, even though even though, yes, they're haughty. Uh, at the end of the day they enjoy the things that they do so there is a lot of enjoyment together and i know with the when they when they do have their problems later on there's a lot of sniping going back and forth yeah. but I, but i think i think the qualities they love in each other is that they do honestly overall i think they get along they, they even though that like i was talking about that yin and yang before it does form a relationship and i i think that right. maybe those are the qualities that they love e- each other
2: yeah yeah
1: i agree i think their love language would be time Like they just enjoy being each other's presence.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Sure. That does mean that they like, they have to like, they go on their excursions to like, I forget where they go. Like Martha's vineyard and like these random places. Mm -hmm. Like they go everywhere, but it's because it's because they do it together that it like means something to them. Not just that they go to these fancy places. Um, But I think for Richard, I think Emily loves his business mind that he is able to just do what he does and she doesn't have to worry about those things. And it kind of bites her in the butt later on when um, she's either a separated from him and has to kind of like do things without him or later on in uh, a year in life when she has to like pick up the pieces of what is left over. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Emily, I think Richard loves her heart. Like do said earlier, I think she, she's just all about emotions and emoting um what she feels off the top of her head right away um and that's kind of what he loves he her passion for whatever she does um she's just a power hungry she yeah i'd say she's power hungry yeah uh, she's a power hungry very passionate um and she's a workaholic with her um what's the what's her group called
0: d-a-r
2: yeah oh, she, she's it.
1: just a workaholic in that sense and I she like knows them. what she, <laughs> <They're so laughs> she knows funny. what she needs to do
2: i want to um. be a member I know it's <laughs> so funny. I love that episode. It's Daughters of
1: the, Ameri- the American Revolution. Revolution.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love when it that just... girl comes in and she's like a blonde and she's like talking about, my mom named me Brandy. Oh, yes. the <laughs> Actress or whatever. And they're all like, how interesting. And Emily's like, I don't care about this. Get out of here. And it's just like, oh. I love they're when Emily cracks. Nice,
1: whereas Emily's like, yeah, I don't care about this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I love when Emily cracks and just like, you can see that she's had enough of this BS. hmm. Um, but yeah. Moving on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this my read? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sweet. Um, so how do we feel about how they reacted to Lorelei's pregnancy?
3: I'll I'll jump in on this Go one. Ahead. So they did <laughs> a, they did a, a they did a horrible job with all that. But the one thing I again, I'm I'm very supportive of them as I as I mentioned from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I think we have a hard time looking at things through their lens. And, you know, again, you, we're, we're going to talk about their hardiness. We're going to talk about them thinking about their own their own riches and, and right. how it'll affect their, their life and their, their society. I think that's all true. But at the end of the day, they did try. So I, I don't think they reacted well, but they did try to keep the family together, which, yeah. you, again, you can argue that it was for society's sake, But they did try it. So, again, I do think that they reacted badly, but I think that they tried from their perspective, they tried to make the best of a terrible situation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I this may be against popular opinion. I don't think they reacted that badly.
0: Yeah. Um, I was going to say a similar thing. Let me
2: clarify. Let me clarify. So. They didn't disown her, throw her out, force her to Correct. get an abortion. Like they didn't they didn't make her go away quietly and give right. up the baby for adoption. They you know, that being said, I mean, they did not handle it as well as they should have, mm-hmm. but, you know, like. But they did want her to marry Christopher. Of course, that was probably for society's sake um, and so that their family wouldn't be shamed. Right. right? But I mean, you know, we've seen how people can react to unwanted pregnancies and it's not pretty. Mm. And I just didn't think it was that bad.
0: Well, when I looked at the the video, I rewatched recently the video of how they stood up to Strobe and Francine and Mm. Christopher's parents. So. I, I absolutely hate how they treated Lorelai in this moment. I have to say, like, right. they, they didn't they did not act the worst. You are right. They didn't force her to do anything she didn't want to do, but they weren't supportive enough weren't for her supportive. to want to stay. Right. Um, and ultimately, it's hard to be supportive in that way when you're like dealing with waters like this as a parent, like these these type of like waters you never expected you'd have to traverse. But I think ultimately, What what made me appreciate them more in this moment was when Strobe and Francine were like, Francine was like, can't you just send her away? And Strobe was like, yeah, Christopher is not taking any responsibility for this. Why don't you just like get rid of the child? (laughs) And Emily was like, "Uh, no, excuse me. And Christopher is just as responsible as Lorelai is. The problem is Emily and Richard in that moment were trying to be as supportive as they could for Lorelai. But I think then it goes to Lorelai and Christopher talking about things. And Lorelai feels like, oh, if they're going to force me to marry Christopher, blah, blah, blah. They're talking about me like I'm not even here. Um, It felt very stifling to her. But I do think in that situation when they were dealing with all that crap from Strobe and Francine, they just like gave it right back to him. And they were like, absolutely not. You're not here to tell us what to do. And ultimately, I think that's how they shirk society and the societal opinion a little bit they were like it doesn't matter to us it just matters that she's okay but when, when then when they turn to lorelei they don't treat her with the nicest yes words like, mm-hmm. it's like, they're, they're just supportive about they're
1: supportive about the issue but not necessarily when it to comes her. to their to, to their yes. own daughter I they're agree, not like I agree. super agreed. responsive and reflective on that mm-hmm. i i agree i i and i do think they tried their They tried their best. I guess they did. But like when it comes down to it, it's your your own daughter, right? Like, would you rather see her off somewhere else trying to live her own life, raising a child? Or would you rather support her regardless of what society says? You know what
0: bothers me is that they didn't really go to find her when she left. I think that's what bothers me the most is if you're going to make a mistake. Because, you know, I would get angry too, probably. And I'd make a mistake. I'd lash out like they did. Oh, sure. But
1: but especially in the heat of the moment, it's
0: what you do following that, that matters. And I just don't think they really put any effort into making sure that she'd come back, which yeah, she's 16, long... go get her. You know what I mean? Or, right. or go send her money if she won't come back. Cause like, are we I... supposed
1: to assume that she hasn't seen her parents since that? No,
0: she, they, they've seen each other for like holidays and stuff, okay. but I think it took a few years, like a long time before they reached out to her again. Mm. Um, because we see that scene where Emily and the woman who owns the hotel—I forget her name he goes to see the, she uh,
1: goes to see the, and
0: the woman's like, "Here are all these pictures of Roy growing up." So clearly, Emily didn't see her as right. a child as much, right. but I think as she grew up, they started coming to holidays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hmm. so moving on to the next question. yeah yeah, yeah. emily and richard come from a world of old money rich snooty families etc so where do we see this blind them in their own relationship and in their relationship with their daughter and where do we see it benefit them
2: all right i'll start (laughs) i think it blinds them because they can't see that others outside their world are worthy um They obviously don't see the value in Luke and how happy he makes Lorelai. They just care about his circumstances. Yeah. They're kind of very shallow and short-sighted in that way. Um, I think where it benefits them is like, I love how like refined and educated they are. I love how passionate Richard is about education. And um, as Tevye would say from Fiddler on the Roof, he's a learned man, which I love about Richard you know, he so <laughs> ends yeah. up at Yale and it just means so much to him. So I think in that respect, it benefits them, but mm-hmm. th- that's my two cents.
3: Yeah. I, I, I agree completely with what was just said. I mean, it's really, it does blind them because they don't even it's it is a set of blinders that they can't see beyond. They cannot. And, and yes, there are great scenes where they do break through that barrier, but they're, but for the, for the most part, what what their first lens is through their, their station lens. Yeah. Then beyond that, it's like you said, Devin, before it's his businessman lens is the, is the other thing. So they're blinded in a number of ways, but on the flip side, you know, they, at the end of the day, they, again, as it relates to the pregnancy, they tried to do the right things. They have tried to do the right things, even though it does go against their, their, you know, their station in life sometimes. Um, And I love the scene when he, when he, uh, when he uh, really goes after uh, Chris's dad, I really love that scene. That's a great one.
0: That is a great scene. I think ultimately, Oh, sorry, Devin, I cut you off. Do your thing. Uh, Ultimately. Yes. I think it's (coughs) interesting because you really see an arc in their characters, like, they very much in the beginning allow their station and their perspective on society and all of this to get in the way of their relationships. Um, th- that's what takes precedence to to like a good and healthy relationship with their daughter mm-hmm. or a good and healthy relationship with Rory. But I do think it's over the time that they spend with Lorelai, with Rory, that we see them start to, you know, they meet Suki. They meet all of these people that
1: so much more. People.
0: Yeah, they have like more meaningful (laughs) friendships, relationships. They see how these people interact and they start to realize that's what they want. And that's why we start to see Emily crack like at that DAR meeting where she's like, all right, move on next. And then in a year in the life, she starts doing stuff she wants to do. And then one of my scenes, one of the scenes that's my favorite is when Emily, they give Emily fast food at the mall. (laughs) And she's like, what is this? And they're just like, it's it's lunch. And she's like, what the heck? And then she starts eating it. And she actually like enjoys it to some about degree. When I mean,
1: Rory's there when yeah. Rory's there and the pizza, the pizza. Out, the pizza. Oh. They're like, what is this? What and is I think Emily starts to <laughs> realize in those
0: moments that like the relationship is more important than the food quality, you know? Right. And so it starts to take shape. And we see that. Absolutely. develop.
1: And I think in their general society, they, they have roots, but their roots go more outwards rather than deep. Mm-hmm. Whereas Lorelei is structured, like she creates deep roots. And we've talked about that in the past, like her relationships are like sound. Um, she really gets her feelers down in the, in the, the ground in the analogy in a sense. But with, with um, Richard and Emily, their roots go outwards to encompass more business, more society type things. So I as like, like like as you were saying, like as they learn from Lorelai and get to meet more of her world, they understand why the little guy is why they like who they are and their roots start to actually take hold uh on certain people in their lives. So it-
3: Yeah, it's it's interesting that, uh, you know, when you contrast the mall food, which was so cool that the, you know, Lorelai and Rory picked up food from everywhere. She was like, what is all this? But if you go back, if you go back way before that, there was a time when uh, I think it was a snowstorm or something and the the, 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 her her cook couldn't make it. And Emily, Emily was like going, she was going crazy. What do do I do? What do I do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's so good. Again, Richard says, reaches, you know, tells, um, tells uh, uh, Rory, are you star, are you malnourished? Are you, it's like, it's just funny how their arc changed. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, for sure. I seriously and, love those moments the most. I think those are my favorite Emily Richard moments is when Rory's teaching them about, like, about living life. real life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, they're, they're the wise ones. And yeah, she's just, yeah. they're like, uh, guys, what, what are you doing? What is this? <laughs> but uh, I think their first solution, because of Blinders, the first solution um, for um, the world is to solve any problem by buying their way out in a sense or paying someone else to do their dirty work Mm -hmm. um they they fly through maids because you know just that like (laughs) she doesn't like them anymore so she just finds another one um until she finally gets to like understand the person behind the job and then she kind of like supports them more um and this comes to play into play especially with lorelei because they don't understand why she would Run from this type of life. They're mm-hmm. blind to that understanding. They want the best for her, and they think that this life is the best life. So they don't understand why their daughter just continues to push them out of the picture and not be welcomed into their lives. Um, but in a sense, where do they benefit? Where where to see this benefit? I think they are natural givers, and they mm-hmm. will do whatever they can, monetary wise, to a good help point. out. Uh, for example, they for a
0: price uh, though.
1: correct there is like there's the attached like addendum where like oh i'll do this but so you have to come to Mm. friday night dinners or or this but they pay for rory's college they um they offer to buy lorelei and um luke's house right Mm -hmm. they um they loan out their pool house to um to their granddaughter like and they run oh, the i place. hated like, rory they that will that do moment. whatever correct i understand <laughs> but they Ugh. do all these things because they don't know how else to
2: show like, their love money correct love. money is
1: their way to show their love mm-hmm. in essence yeah so
0: 100
1: it's a blessing and a curse amen <laughs> all right as they get older what problems do they face in their relationship
2: Okay, I'll jump in again if you don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Emily kind of felt like she was losing her voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and yeah. her identity,
2: maybe. Like, he kind of stopped listening to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm of course, I'm relating with Emily because... <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I don't know. I just feel like she was losing her voice. And I know she was kind of devastated when Richard said to rory that he didn't want the life emily's living essentially mm. he didn't want i want rory. that for her i yeah, really yeah, yeah. felt for emily in that moment so did i um... like oh my gosh you just totally put down your wife and everything she's done yep. for you uh so i think she started saying wait a minute like who am i yeah. So that's kind of one of the big issues.
1: I still, mm, I love, I love that moment where she's like, "I've done this for." I, I, feel like it's because Richard had a heart attack or something. But she's like, "I've done this for my husband for this many years." Yeah. And like I don't know who I am without being able to do this. Uh, this
2: activity. Yes. Yes. Duty.
1: No,
3: I. I mean, I agree. Other than other than the fact that my wife just said that I'm like Richard, I think <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. Not quite. I'm not quite sure if I heard that. But I'll go back. I'll go back to reading the newspaper right now. There you go. But no, I agree. I I completely agree with that, with that, that assessment.
0: I think they both start to feel irrelevant, but I think that's Mm. what a lot of couples go through. But I think not only in relationship. Yeah, I think not only in relationship, but they both start to feel irrelevant in as individuals. And so they, and they are not like the greatest at, talking about emotions always. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're both dealing with this and he doesn't even tell her he loses his job at that one point. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't like all this stuff kind of happens and he starts to feel irrelevant when they phase him out. And when Jason I love when and he him, goes through
1: like his like mid sixties, seventies, like life crisis. Yeah. When he has the
0: mustache <laughs> and he
3: moves. It's all the about the house. mustache.
0: It's <laughs> yep. all about the mustache. always, And then Emily, like when she was planning that party and Jason was like, listen, people don't want to do this anymore. We're just going to go to Atlanta or whatever. Or he didn't say Atlanta. What the hell? Atlantic City. And she's I, like, yeah. yeah, she's like, but but what? this is this is what I've always done. And this is how things are done. And what the heck. (laughs) So I think they both kind of start to feel irrelevant in these roles that they've Mm -hmm. created for themselves. And like we said before, they rely so heavily on the life that they love being there. Like it's almost like their child, their rich lifestyle is like their actual child. And they end up just like, as the child starts to fade away, they realize like, Oh God, what do we do? We're irrelevant (laughs) beings. And how do we deal with this? And I, I don't know. I kind of maturing
1: in there. They're still stuck in their old. Yeah. And that's why I
0: think it's important. They go through their whole pool house phase. And then that Emily starts to learn about herself and what she likes. And he starts to learn about not just ignoring her and stuff like that. Because I do think they come back from it in a really healthy way.
1: How about um, Richard lying? for 40 plus oh
0: years. <laughs> don't get me started uh, richard. you mean about penelope or whatever her name <laughs> yeah was? about
1: say ev- yes. like once a year seeing his ex
0: damn it richard what yeah. one no. thing <laughs> unacceptable oh, penelin not penelope yeah. that's her name penelin
1: okay which is I, 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 what she is was the side character so i wasn't sure but. that's yeah.
0: rich <laughs> penelin lot all right what um, are our fa- but they also oh. have
1: to deal with oh sorry they also have to deal with um the fact that they are getting old right like health issues and
0: yeah his heart attack
1: so Mm -hmm. um i think those are definitely death
0: death in a year in the life
1: um so those are things that they definitely have to face in their own relationship and like um i love the moment where um she goes i think it was the first heart attack in season one was it a heart attack that yeah. yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. But she goes in and she's like, "You're not allowed to die before me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not. You're not doing this to me." Uh, I think it's a great moment. Um, but regardless, go ahead, Steph.
0: Yes. All right. What are our favorite Emily and Richard moments? We've already brought up a ton, but yes, we have. What are they?
2: I have. I have so many.
1: But oh, I have boy. a couple of. Oh demons. boy.
2: So them at the Yale game. I love that.
1: Mm, I think that's a great the tailgating. Episode. Um, the punch tailgating, other- <laughs> I should say.
2: <laughs> one of my other favorites is when Richard's je- uh, jealous over Emily's date, and he crashes into her
1: car.
2: So, those are like my two all end, like, be all favorites.
3: So, well, yeah, you, yeah, you took my my uh the the car that
1: was that was hilarious. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, and and he that tells me just,
3: just he should just go away. I, I love I love how that worked. Uh, but there's also <laughs> he's it, protecting there's, his woman, <laughs> right? There's, yeah, exactly. But there was also um there was that episode I think when they were at Yale. I think I think it was Yale, but where the where they're walking by. The, the, the art place and yep. uh, where, where he would take his girls is what she yes, was talking about. Yes. And she talks about the frown step back wrinkle and sigh She talks yes. about what he would do with court women. And then, and then, um, how, you know, basically that, that she came and stole him uh, at a party. She went to a, a party and stole him away from another girl. I thought that was, it showed there, it showed them. And, and too many times we look at our parents And we see our parents, we don't see the fact they had a life before that. Yeah. And and I I think, uh, you know, so that was that was a really cool uh, 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 moment.
0: I really love I think you already brought this up, do. But when they're sitting at the table and anytime they're sitting at the table and they just show you like one of their traditional mornings. But the one in particular where she's talking and he's acting like he ignores (laughs) her. And then he says, oh, well, won't you want to go get the pool boy or whatever
3: it is? (laughs) Right. And I'm just like sitting there like
0: (laughs) this is perfection. And like what's beautiful is no one sees those moments apart from like us, the viewer, because it's just the two of them. But they still have their little banter thing going, even though it's been how many years of them just living alone like this. I just love that they sit on opposite ends of the table and he reads his newspaper She does whatever right correspondence and they're eating. And it's just very cute. It's a very cute little relationship.
1: Yeah. I'm a fan of any Friday night dinner that they have. um, Yeah. Cause there's always something going down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like I said, I I love that moment when she's in the hospital and she tells him like, you're not allowed to die on me. Yeah. But one of my favorites is also when they find the stray dog and like that's the thing that like unites them that's and another
3: them to- <laughs> one of mine Man, you guys are just going crazy on this
1: <laughs> but it unites them from like their inspiration and uh <clears throat> really anytime they're throwing their banter at each other yeah um, is grand moving along when richard and emily went through their rough patch who did you side with more
3: I'll go for Emily. Yeah, Emily, <laughs> Emily, 100% Emily. He, Richard was such, wrong. He's such a dunderhead. And, dunderhead. <laughs> <laughs> and, yep. and, and all the time. And it goes back to her, the way she is so much more emotive and, and her, her her needs. He's just was not meeting her needs nope. at all.
0: He was not. No. Speaking with some true quality therapy advice. Not meeting her needs. I love it. they both need therapy. Did they end up going to marriage therapy?
1: No, but Lorelai and Emily went to therapy. Oh, that's what it is. I was
0: remembering some like therapy scene. And that's because Lorelai
1: was trying to get her mom to go and she wasn't going to go but without her.
0: Yes, yes, yes,
2: yes. I love it. I don't have to answer here. Yeah, no, it's (laughs) definitely I side with Emily. Um, it was in poor taste for him to to do what he did. And uh, mm-hmm. I think he I don't know what he was thinking, but I mean, I don't have a lot. Do you think say it, if but- he
1: would have told her like as it was happening, like, do you think if he said, hey, I'm going to meet this person like she
0: would not have been
1: supportive. You don't,
2: obviously. You don't think she would have been okay
1: with them? Oh, no, that's why
2: he didn't tell her. Uh, to begin she's with. not secure enough in no. herself to no. to have let that happen. Mm-mm. She'd
0: probably be like, <laughs> I'm going with you. And then he'd have been like, "Well, that's not what I want."
2: <laughs>
1: the <laughs> third wheel. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but during that during that whole time, the, one of the quotes that I I love about when they were fighting was when when they were going back and forth, and and she, and he he says, "Only prostitutes have two glasses yes, of wine." Like, oh my god. What a, what a great line! That's one after.
0: of my but, favorites. But
3: it's, it's so typical of the way they would the way they would snipe at each other for things. Right. Like yeah. That. Just,
0: They're yeah. great. But Devin, you have any further?
1: thoughts? No, I I just I'm surprised that he would hide such a big secret (laughs) from you. And the thing is that they are two. They are like partners. They always say that they are each other's partners and to hide something like that. It feels out of character part. It just it's I mean, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, but okay, let's talk about a year in the life very briefly, which I don't think do has too much insight on, but he might. We'll see. We'll see a year in the life. Uh, Richard has passed away and we know this is very sad because the actor has passed away. So there's this big like picture that's there to commemorate him. And it's all very sad, Mm -hmm. but sad in a Gilmore girls way. And that's why we love it. Um, So what changes about the show in that moment? And how does Emily react here?
2: Oh, I mean the whole family dynamic changes. Changes. Um, Emily is not herself. She doesn't know who she is without him, which is Mm. a Unfortunately, a very real struggle for couples when they lose yeah. house. I mean, yep. um, she has to figure out how to live without him. Um, and I love I, how, like, you know, she ends up moving to doesn't she move to Martha's Vineyard or whatever? Or I think so, somewhere mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And she sells the house, and she, she, she can't deal with life without Richard in their yeah. home. So it's like she changes everything.
1: But I do think it funny. was a very important topic to discussed through the show i yeah. think that was necessary um that they weren't just going to glaze over the fact that he passed away that like um not that the character passed away but the sense that they like they could they could have just like had written something out like somehow written him out of the show but, but instead they, they, they said they made that, correct yeah they made that part of the, the plot line and something that she uh, that emily was already going through prior and now they kind of recapulated on that. Um
0: yeah, because we see Emily lose it a bit, but I think after that she kind of starts to find herself again. She starts doing that thing at the museum or whatever mm-hmm. she's doing. I don't remember, but um we see her start to find herself like there's a really good moment of clarity between her and Lorelai where Lorelai calls her and tells her this story about Richard being a really good father to her in one moment. And it was like the best birthday that she ever had, <laughs> oh, man, but that, she remembers it. It was I cry every time I see that. Uh, yeah, that's when, a tough one.
1: when they're around the campfire. Is it a campfire? No, she's like at-
0: out. She's out walking and she calls Emily. But but I'm talking about the
1: scene prior when when Emily gets mad at her for not having like a good moment. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. And then she remembers it and she calls her mom and tells her and Emily's like happy about it. I don't think she
1: necessarily remembers. I think she was always just trying to push that memory away away. because it would do too much to impact her. her. But no, I know what you mean.
0: But Um, I am glad they grapple with it. I do think it changes a lot of things. Oh, for sure. I
1: think the fact that she has to admit that she doesn't know who she's supposed to be anymore is huge it's powerful pretty crucial yeah um do we've kind of talked to you out of this conversation yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, no
3: i got i got little on this i i just remember her packing her house and going frenetically about yeah, that. yeah she of was obsessive so. yeah but that's uh, now didn't didn't uh didn't uh laurel i also um do something poor at the funeral or something, or she was probably she do, it was something something most that she did. likely.
0: I don't remember a year in the life too much either, but it sounds like something Laurel. I would yeah. do mm, and but I do that,
1: that portrait of Richard. Oh that my god. He's
0: just looming
1: like, yeah, over everyone. This is what Close I asked him. for. Like, yep. it's not <laughs> <me too. laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. She won't admit that, that like that was a mistake. Like she, I know. she's like, she I'm can't. owning this. <laughs> she can't.
0: She can't. But Devin, take us to our final question of the episode.
1: Do we ship them? Do we ship it?
0: Oh my gosh. 100%
2: yes.
1: Hell yes. I absolutely
2: do. Um, Who else would put up with the other one? I mean, they were they loved each other deeply I think in their own way. Uh, That was kind of evident during their separation. They were lost kind of without one another and um, that's my two cents. My last thing I'll say is I don't really love Lorelai and Rory, but what I do love about the show is Emily and Richard and their banter. Yeah, And, and I do love Rory in the moments when she's very tender towards her grandparents. I yeah. love those grandparent moments with Rory.
3: Yeah.
2: So yeah,
3: absolutely. Do That's a definite chip. Again, it's there. They, they have their struggles. They have their things that they just, that, that you couldn't possibly relate to. But at the end of the day, the two of them are perfect for one another, and in, in, in my book, and uh, I think they're yeah. they're actually a great. Uh, they are to me. Um, I mean, they are two of the two, two of the bigger actors uh, 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 characters, but to me, they really do drag the show. They do make the show a better show.
1: That's Agreed. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that they. Oh shoot! I had something and then I totally forgot. I love their. Uh, development of their relationship. It's not just some like platonic, like straight on plateau of a relationship. Like they they go through their ups and downs, and we see that evidently as viewers. Um, but I also love that once they get over there, <laughs> they get through their their valley in a sense. That vow renewal was mm-hmm. just an amazing time to celebrate the relationship and who they are. And I think that stands um for who they are as a couple and the fact that they are like two partners in crime um working together alongside of each other
0: yeah i ship it i agree i just think they're funny i love them and i think <laughs> for all their flaws they do add a really nice element to the show and to the, the spice to the life Sp- the spice of life as do would say
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right so there are our thoughts on emily and richard so what do y'all think um we have a comment here today from erica so hello erica thanks for writing in she says these two are the perfect addition to the gilmore series um there are definitely moments that they prove they are imperfect and their marriage has some flaws but overall you can tell they really love each other they messed up a bit as parents and loyalized childhood but they have incredible development arcs where they come to know and love her and Rory so well they're both adorable and hilarious and I just love their banter
0: oh we love that thank you for writing in Erica we love to hear it all right well shippers that is a wrap on our Emily and Richard episode I want to thank Merman Dew for joining us it was a lot of fun thank you guys you're welcome thank you thank you so much and i think that's a wrap also on our gilmore girls series i believe so we We may add one or two because i'm still fighting with devin about it but Mm. uh i'm not sure so if you're liking what you hear or you have feedback please rate and review wherever you listen it's super helpful to us um we just appreciate you all
1: absolutely And if you'd like to engage with us on social media or join us for an episode, please find us on Instagram or email us at WeShiftPodcast at gmail.com.
0: Yes, we love you shippers. You go to bed and I'll go to France. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.